You're listening to the Detroit Worldwide Podcast. We highlight the stories of native Detroiters that are doing great things in their community and using their impact across the globe. I'm Marquise Taylor. Welcome to the D. What up, though? Welcome to another installment of the Detroit Worldwide Podcast. I am Marquise Taylor, and on this week's edition of the podcast, I'm simply making my return. It has been two, three months. Can't remember who's counting since we last put out an episode. I'm excited to join you all again. Again, it has been such a long time. It feels so great to do this. And I'm excited to be back out here in the podcasting world. It is also 2020. It is a new year. It is a new decade. And on this episode, I'm simply going to be talking about um, the reason behind my absence. Don't worry. It's all good. Nothing bad. Some of the things that I have learned um, from our guests, because we have some dope guests, and maybe briefly talk about the direction of the podcast and some of the things we have planned going into 2020. Before we dive into that, um, this is the first episode that I have recorded since the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and I believe there were um, seven other um, lives that were lost as well. This is a helicopter crash. Um, very tragic. I learned about this, uh, I think it was a week or two ago on a Sunday afternoon. Very tragic. I want to send my condolences out to them. Huge basketball fan growing up. Wasn't the biggest Kobe fan, um, only because he went against the teams that I rooted for, including the 2004 Pistons, who uh, ended his then attempts at a fourth championship, and then I was also a big fan of the Sacramento Kings back in the early 2000s. That team had uh, Chris Webber, Lottie Devox, a lot of good people. I, I love that team. So, um, wanted to send my condolences to those people, um, his daughter, as well as some of the other victims that were lost in that tragedy as well um, again Kobe is somebody that I watched growing up I remember him being drafted I remember him winning a slam dunk contest I remember a lot of different things in his post-retirement life he seemed like he was um, really carving a name for himself so condolences prayers comfort to those that are affected by that loss secondly as I mentioned at the top of the podcast it is 2020, it is a new decade, it is a new year, and for those who have goals that they want to accomplish, visions they want to see manifested, I just wish you all the best, I wish you everything great and then some, I know for myself, I have a few things that I would like to accomplish both in 2020 and beyond. And I just want to make sure that everybody um, does what they need to do as far as make sure they're living a prosperous life. I just wish you all the best in that. So new decade, new year. I know people say 
new year, new me, but I really hope that the things that you desire, the things that you want, that it is given to you um, tenfold and then so I almost feel like I'm preaching, but um, I'm not. But in any event, where have I been? Before I explain that, let me just say that I appreciate the love and support from this podcast. I have not put out an episode in the last two or three months. I believe it was back in mid to late November when we put out an episode. But what I did notice is that we still, 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 in spite of this absence, we were still receiving downloads and interest. And I appreciate that very much from the bottom of my heart because this podcast would not be around without people who listen. But most of all, the guests. And that's actually a great segue into what I want to talk about, the reason behind my absence. So I love this podcast. I love the idea of storytelling. I love the idea of highlighting people who are doing some dope stuff in and out of the city of Detroit, people who are from Detroit. But what this podcast allowed me to do was rediscover a love that was a big part of my life. And that love is writing. For those of you who do not know my background, I spent a great portion of my life, especially in my teens and in my 20s, writing. Um, At the age of 18, 17, I written for the school newspaper back in high school. Also had the opportunity to write for the Michigan Chronicle, which is one of the oldest black-owned publications in the country. Fast forward to 2005, I had the opportunity to rediscover that love, or rather carry on that love, excuse me, when I did some work with the Michigan Front Page, which was at the time the sister paper of the Michigan Chronicle. I did that for about four years, and that ended in 2009, because a lot of things happened, grad school, life, things like that. We now get to 2019, last year, feels so weird to say that, and this past fall I was given the fortunate pleasure to become a contributing writer for the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder, which is a black-owned news publication based in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis to be exact, and in this time I've been able to do some fantastic things, um, conversing with black-owned businesses, um, and owners have or highlighting black owned businesses and owners spotlighting national artists local artists simply put I've been able to tell stories get back to something that I love which is writing I like to think this podcast was a catalyst behind that I say this because we've interviewed some amazing people the questions that we've been able to come up with the conversations that we've been able to have it really got my creative creative juices to flow and you know I never would have thought starting this podcast telling stories about people who are from Detroit learning about their background the way that Detroit influenced the way that they see the world that'll get me back into writing so podcast I thank you very much for what you've done thank you very much Detroit Worldwide and thank you very much to all the people now next thing I want to dive into speaking of the guests we've interviewed 
people that are doing, simply put, is doing some dope shit. And in these conversations that we've had, I've gotten so many nuggets of wisdom, so many jewels, that I want to share three things that I've learned from our podcast guests. I want to narrow it down to three because I don't want to keep you all here too long. Alright, so I want to narrow it down to three and I want to talk about how I want to implement these things both in 2020 and beyond. And I hope that you all um, are able to do the same as well. The first lesson comes from the soon-to-be Dr. Aya Waller-Bay who joined us on the podcast, I believe it was earlier in the fall, late summer, and so many nuggets of wisdom that she dropped. She is a doctoral student at the University of Michigan. She has also um, done some amazing things over in Georgetown. She traveled a lot and, again, so many things. Check out her episode. But the thing I remember most about everything that she spoke about one thing and that is simply shoot your shot so what does that mean shoot your shot to me means throwing caution to the wind taking a chance right and many of things that Aya has been able to accomplish she took a chance she went forth she thought about it and she didn't give it a second thought she said this is what I want to do and for those who play basketball or familiar with basketball, when you're hooping, they often tell you to shoot your shot, find your, um, wherever your shot is on the court, go ahead and take it. That can apply to many facets of life. I know in particular this applies to the podcast because for those I don't have a personal connection with, I've had to reach out, go through different channels and you know, see if we can get them on the podcast, see if we can get them to join us on the podcast. And and conversing with Aya, again, she drops so many nuggets, so many um, gems of wisdom. That that is one of the things that I left uh, with uh, as she was joining us on the podcast. Shoot your shot, throwing caution to the wind. This is something I want to apply in 2020 and beyond. Take a chance. What's the worst that can happen? You can say it in so many different ways, but what it all boils down to is having that confidence in yourself. So I, I thank you for that. Second thing, this comes from Dominique Mariso, who joined us on the podcast, I believe back in the fall, and she is a renowned playwright. Check out her works on Broadway. Check out her works in a city near you. She, like Aya, had a lot to share on her episode, but the thing that I remember most is something that she kind of said as she was telling the story, and what she said was, build with the people that's around you. Let me say that one more time. Build with the people that is around you. So what we mean by that, so often we get in spaces, we want to try to find the most important person in the room. We want them to notice us. We want them to know that we exist. We want them to know what we're doing. 
you think about social media that's something that people do they do things um, I don't want to say people do things for clout but in so many words people do things for clout and they, they want to try to find the most important person in the room but let's take a step back and what would it mean if we looked at the genius that was around us for me personally the people that I don't have personal connections with and even for people who will be joining us on the podcast in a few weeks the network that I have around me the wealth of knowledge people have I feel like that alone can carry this podcast and looking around me looking in a circle that's around me there people are doing some amazing things and what would it mean if you did that same thing looked at your circle instead of reaching out and trying to find such and such or trying to find the most important person in the room what would it mean if you cultivated your circle? I like to think that is one of the reasons behind uh, Dominique's success is that she was able to grind with the people that's around her. She was able to connect with those people. She were able to, um, they were able to elevate each other, her circle that is. So I want you all to think about that. I know that's something that I will be practicing more in 2020, giving people that same energy being able to look into your circle and just looking at your network. Last thing I want to say, and this comes from the fabulous Venus Austin. Check her stuff out, Blank Wardrobe. She joined us in the summer, I believe. And her story is one of great faith. If you haven't checked out her episode, please do. But one thing that I came away with our conversation from our conversation one lesson and that is begin with the end in mind Venus is a person that exhibited great faith when she relocated from Michigan and then went on to the Atlanta Georgia area and put it into work for her business she didn't have a plan, but she had a vision. All of the details and everything weren't in the place. That's fine, that works for her. But so often we get so caught up in, what if this doesn't work? What if this um, idea fails? Again, it kind of goes to Aya's point, the lesson we got from her, shoot your shot. But what does the ultimate thing look like? What is the finish? product look like or to finish the end of the vision right so for me this podcast is a great example i know what i wanted it to be and that is simply telling stories from people who are from detroit who are doing amazing work regardless of what uh, industry that they're in and for it to be a platform for us to kind of tell our story about our lived experiences and the way that detroit influence us to pursue excellence what this looks like afterwards, I don't know. But in some cases, you just have to, what is the ultimate outcome? What is the ultimate goal? Work toward that. I know that's easier said than done. You have to pay attention to details, obviously. And for me, I'm not the most detail-oriented person in the world. I'm around people who are detail-oriented. So um, to supplement that lesser strength that I have. But the point I want to make is that 
you have to think about that vision. What is your why? Why are you doing this? But also, what is the ultimate goal behind it? Again, beginning with the end in mind, it is also a principle from the seven um, habits of effective people. I think that is Stephen Covey is the author by that. But Venus's um, work in Atlanta and beyond, she's going to be doing some amazing things in the years to come. But I like to think that her vision, her faith is what allowed her to do what she's doing now. So begin with the end in mind. Again, I wanted to narrow it down to three. I could have gone all day from many lessons that I've learned from different people who've been on the podcast. But in 2020, I hope that I am able to practice those lessons. I hope that you are able to practice those lessons. And just thinking about how that applies to your life. So I mentioned plans. Only thing I'm going to say is that we have some dope collaborations coming up. More people are going to learn about the podcast in the year to come. We'll continue to put out great content. The guests that we have lined up are fantastic. I'm very proud of who we have coming up. And we're just going to keep it banging. We're going to keep it consistent. I'm appreciative of everybody that's listened. Shout out to y'all. You all are the best. And that's it. Tune in for more episodes. Tune in for more great content. This is Detroit Worldwide. It feels so good to be back. And I'm going to holler at y'all on the other side. Peace.